Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to Jumps Podcast. I'm the founder and host, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Amy Lynn Durham. And here's a bit about Amy. She um, helps her clients. She calls her the corporate mystic. Um, have you ever met someone that can magically combine that serious inner work we all need for maximum results with fun, humor, and magic? Amy Lynn Durham is that woman, and she's sharing her magic with leaders who know that there's more to life than just going to work every day like a robot and earning a paycheck. We've all been there, y'all. She is a founder of Create Magic at Work, where she uses her expertise as an executive coach to uniquely blend spirituality and business to help leaders increase courage, confidence, productivity, and decreased stress. Amy draws on her past experiences as a successful corporate executive and shares win-win ways that people can get results by connecting authentically and seeing the humanity in each other through her secret sauce of creating practical tools to ignite human connection people get immediate results in their business and life. So today, Amy and I are going to spend some time focusing on spiritual intelligence and what that looks like in business. So without further ado, please welcome Amy Lynn Durham to GEMS Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. My pleasure, Amy. So before we dive into this segment, I want to break the ice by (laughs) having you share a crazy thing that you've done in your life or a fun and interesting fact about yourself. Okay. The first thing that came up when you, the craziest thing I've done recently for me was zip lining in Colorado. I had zip lined before in tropical locations and it was nothing compared to the extreme adventure that I was on, uh, zip lining in the Rocky mountains. Yeah. (laughs) My eyes lit up because we actually went zip lining in Colorado two years ago and it was totally different than zip lining in Mexico and Jamaica. And I was like, this is different. And then it was actually snowing while we were zip lining. And I'm like, dude, this is so crazy. And they're like, yeah, and now you're going over a lake in the summertime. It will be all water, but now it's all ice. (laughs) Yeah. It was one of the most extreme things I've done that I didn't know I was getting into because I thought it was more like, yeah, the Mexico, Jamaica experience. And this was like, yeah, you can't see the end of where you're going. Um, Each step you went through, they said, I think on one final um, step, they said, you can't go back after this. So you have to really make a a commitment to keep moving forward. (laughs) I was like, I'm never doing this again when I'm done. (laughs) It was, it was pretty extreme. Yeah. Wow. So are you an avid zipliner then? (laughs) No. I do like to try new adventurous things, especially kind of odd as I continue to age. I want to make sure I experience a lot of the planet that's out there. So, yeah. 
super cool. And thanks for sharing that. And <laughs> it brought back a memory that I needed to relive. So awesome. Yeah. And let's talk about spiritual intelligence. But before we dive in, Amy, I want you to explain to the listeners and viewers, what exactly do you mean by spiritual intelligence? Because I always like to lay the foundation so our viewers and listeners can really connect the dots as we dive into the subject matter. Yeah. So I'm really excited to share this information. Spiritual intelligence is really the next level, or I like to say the up level from EQ, emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence has been talked about quite a bit in the workspace and with leaders and leadership. And spiritual intelligence is definitely new to some. It's a faith neutral system. You can be agnostic, you can be atheist, as long as you believe there is a place within you that you can access that comes from wisdom and compassion and love, you can work on, there's 21 skills on the 21 skills of SQ, spiritual intelligence. And when you think, so to take it back a little bit, when you think about emotional intelligence, that's where in the adult development theory in your early twenties, um, it starts, you start having some self-awareness of your emotions. You can have some emotional management strategies and you can build connections. I like to tie that to the workplace. People learn how to network or communicate with others. SQ spiritual intelligence is the next step. And that's where I think really, that's where I think it is. I, I think we could even bypass EQ. If you ask me, um, spiritual intelligence, there's a few definitions out there, but one I'm going to offer is the woman that developed the 21 skills. Her name is Cindy Wigglesworth. Her definition is the ability to make wise and compassionate decisions while maintaining inner and outer peace, regardless of the situation you're in. So even under great stress, and if you practice skill building in these 21 skills, ultimately you can be able to do that a higher percentage of time. Super cool. And can you briefly share maybe like the top five skills out of the 21 skills? Yeah. I don't know necessarily if there's like a top five, because um, when I work with clients, they want to talk about what resonates with them most. But what I will share with you is like an overarching theme, maybe that might be helpful. Yeah, I think that um, would be helpful. Yeah, because you have you you take an assessment and it's a pretty lengthy one and and it gives you a score on what level you're at currently for each skill. It's called the SQ21, and I'm an SQ21 certified coach. And here's what we normally or what the overarching theme is being able to one, create an awareness between your ego versus your higher self and who's operating in your life. Most of the time throughout your day, is it your ego or is it your higher self? Your higher self is that place within you that comes from wisdom and compassion and love and your ego I'll just use a fun example is like that tantrumy toddler <laughs> that lives within you that might rise up um, 
and be upset and try to protect you when you're really actually not being threatened, when your life isn't actually being threatened. And so in the workplace, this is really valuable. These are really valuable skills and information, especially when we have high, high level leaders that we want making the right decisions for hundreds of people, thousands of people. Can you put your ego aside and operate from your higher self? Can you practice seeking guidance from your higher self more often throughout the day? All of those, th th those are three skills I sort of put together, awareness of ego versus higher self, practice operating from your higher self more, and then practice seeking guidance from your higher self more. Oh, nice. So everything ties back to that higher self where some people never really tap into their higher self because they're playing it safe at the surface level. So by you looking at those three competencies, you're also doing a root cause analysis in a sense of helping that individual understand where they are on the spectrum with the SQ21, right? Yeah, that was a really cool way to to describe it and yeah, echo it back. And then we get into questions, you know, what does it feel like in your body once you recognize the difference between your ego and, and your higher self? How can you pull yourself out of a state if you're triggered and operate from your higher self in more spaces, things like that. Um, I should note, I have a lot of clients. One of the beautiful things about the SQ21 is when they take the assessment, they get recognition in magical gifts that they have within them that they sort of knew were there and were able to name it now. So a few times I've had clients that have scored extremely high on being able to operate from their higher self. And it's really neat to see because when you tell them, oh my gosh, did you know you have this magical gift to be able to operate from your higher self in most spaces? And by doing that, other people around you will elevate to that level and by default, start operating from their higher self in your presence. And it ripples out, especially if you're in a position of power. So it's really, really cool. Yeah. It's like that uh, the ripple effect is um, equivalent to that domino effect because we all know that like attracts like. So when someone is operating at their highest altitude, their highest energy and vibration, then it brings other people into their scope to operate in the same lane where they could kind of help one another and feed off each other's strengths. Absolutely. And there's a lot of data that shows that if you're in that leadership position or in that position of power, actually, whatever energy or vibration that you're exhibiting, it ripples out to your team 10 times. So it really impacts who you're leading one way or the other. And ultimately, we want leaders that are operating from this place. So they're making wise and compassionate decisions. They're wise and effective change agents. By the way, those are two skills, NSQ and the highest quadrant. So, yeah. So for anyone interested in doing the SQ21, is it a assessment that is 
um, free or do you have to pay to take the assessment or what does that look like so they could help understand not just their emotional intelligence, but their spiritual intelligence and how they both um, work together? Yeah, great question. So it's not a free assessment because it's pretty lengthy. And if you're interested in taking it, I, I facilitate that. And I do what's called an SQ experience. So you basically, you basically just get started with me and you are with me for three months and you take the assessment with me. Um, you take it by yourself and then we do a debrief coaching session. And then we have two more coaching sessions after. Okay. To really dive into the skills that resonate with you the most. And then of course you have access to me for that three months. Yeah, it's, it's, um, the feedback I got when I first started doing it was like, oh, I didn't know this assessment was this in depth. And so I want to make it really clear. It's that time where you take a breath and you have a real quiet moment and you spend a good 30 to 45 minutes really getting a blueprint of where you're at with your spiritual intelligence at this time in your life. So how does this assessment compare to some of the other assessments that may be similar on the market? Yeah. Um, uh, the, it's, to me, it's completely different. When I first became an executive coach, I went to the UC Berkeley Executive Coaching Institute and a lot of coaches were using assessments in there. And I, I, I don't want to use assessments. I want to help people from where they are, meet them without judgment. And then I ran across the spiritual intelligence assessment and to me, I like to tell my clients, whatever this says, it's not true. And at the same time, it can be a blueprint for the energy of, of where you're at today. And both of those things can, can be in the same space. And then each skill, let's say you score a zero, it can be a huge opportunity for rich conversation and for growth. We call them precious zeros in spiritual intelligence. Awesome. So <laughs> we're going to dive a little bit deeper because I know that you were a executive um, coming out of the corporate space and now you coach other executives. So thinking about where you came from and where you are now, what is one challenge that you overca overcame that has helped you operate in the area of expertise that you help your clients in? Huh. Just one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure there, I'm sure there's many. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So when you commit to doing work like this, uh, the universe does not let you get by unless you've done it yourself and you're leading by example. Um, so just one that comes to mind for 2021, I decided I was going to choose because you can choose a skill to work on for a day, a week, a year, whatever. Um, I decided to work on being a calming and healing presence for the entire year of 2021. And that's skill 20 in the SQ21. I did not take into account that the universe hears you make the choice and then gives you all kinds of practice opportunities to practice being a calming and healing presence. <laughs> and so throughout all of 2021, I had many opportunities to practice and I failed many, many times. And it hit me 
I was beating myself up. I was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm losing my center. I'm getting feisty and irritated with people or, you know, whatever it was. And it hit me one night that I don't have to be this med- meditating all the time, zend out person to be a calming and healing presence. As long as I can operate from my higher self in more spaces, like we talked about before in the conversation, then that is me being a calming and, and healing presence. And and I really just almost like circled back to that. How can I practice operating from my higher self in more spaces and practice seeking guidance from my higher self more and stop beating myself up and bring in that radical self-forgiveness. So that's one, that's one example. I like that because what the failure taught you was to give yourself grace and mercy. And as you were giving yourself grace and mercy and you were practicing that stillness and calmness and really going within yourself in order so you could, you know, show up externally the way that you want um, to help others and others to perceive you, then you really had to kind of take a step back. And some people don't realize that the failures are definitely those lessons learned, but those lessons learned is what's setting us up for success. Because some people just say, oh, I fail. And they just beat themselves up versus looking at, okay, why did you fail? What did it teach you? And how are you going to improve from this failure? Yeah. So good. And thank you for the lesson. Yeah. That's like the, one of the things to remember to say, thank you for the lesson. I'll try again next time to do better. I forgive myself for messing up this time. Look forward to the next one. (laughs) Oh man. And then (laughs) just the overall spiritual intelligence, the 21, um, the 21 different things that encompass mm-hmm. spiritual intelligence and plus pairing that with the business. What are some tips and tricks that you want business owners to be mindful of whenever they're tapping into SQ? Yeah. Well, first off that the mindfulness the, to be mindful of is this is the tough one. This is the call to courage and vulnerability is as a leader and a power position, you should feel the responsibility to do the the inner work that's required. So that's the first thing is step up to do the inner work and do the exploration with where are you sitting in your life at being a wise and compassionate decision maker? Where are you sitting in your life with being a wise and effective change agent? Uh, Are you really exhibiting the qualities of being a servant leader like you say you are in your title on LinkedIn? And what does that mean to you? And so really doing that deep reflection with a coach, an SQ21 coach like me is often extremely helpful. The other thing is facilitating these activities with your teams and understanding that when you do something like this, this actually improves profitability and productivity in the workplace, creating authentic connection with others. That's the entire reason why I started Create Magic at Work, my company. That's why I wrote the book, Create Magic at Work. It has all of the activities in it. And what it ultimately does is help you facilitate skill building in accessing your higher self in more places in a fun way. So yeah, you have to do the deep inner work, which often will give you some great breakthroughs, 
but you can also do the fun activities with your team. So I tried to make it balanced for you. <laughs> and I like the, the part that you focus on the individual, but then you also focus on the team collectively. And then they're working together to just really do it as a partnership. And I feel like leaders sometimes don't necessarily connect with their individual contributors. And when the individual contribute contributors within the organization don't feel seen or heard, then you start to see the high attrition and turnover rates. Absolutely. Close work friendships boost employee satisfaction by 50%. And if you have employees that are highly engaged, you will be 20% more, 21% more profitable than the competition. I can tell you from my corporate executive background, I don't remember the numbers on a spreadsheet that we went over <laughs> today, but I do remember who was in that room and how they made me feel. And if they need a job today, I just got a text message today. Someone was applying for a job somewhere else and they were asking me about that person wow. and what it was like to work with them years ago, years later. You know, we all remember the feelings we've created and the relationships that we've created with each other. And that's, that's what success is about and innovation and inspiration and all of these different things. Absolutely. And I also want to just chime in here and just remind people, be mindful not to burn bridges because you never know how the people you interact today can circle back around in your life and have that 360 effect. You may be sitting in the manager seat today, but then, you know, a few years later, you may be sitting in the employee seat just based on life circumstances. So it's so important that you don't allow a title to consume you, um, but still treat everyone as if they were a human being. And I always tell people, we need to get back to humanity and just building one another up and get outside of the WIFA method. And for those of you, the WIFA method is what's in it for me. And maybe instead of using the me, just replace it with the we, what's in it for we, that way there's that win-win and everyone is winning because we all have incredible strengths and expertise that can help one another. It's kind of like the, the pulley and the lever in a sense, like you're pulling on my strengths and I'm levering and then when I lever, you pull. So together, you start to see how everything could work together in a close knit. Yeah, absolutely. And to tie that to spiritual intelligence, you know, not getting caught up in the title. When, when you're exploring these skills, it's more about who am I? It's the I am. What's my life purpose? What are my values? Am I living in alignment with my values? Those are the some of the first few skills and not the with them. Like, I remember that I, that you, that you referenced, but what's, what's my time perception like of my life? And do I understand that my life is a tiny piece of the history of the universe and yet extremely profound at the same time? And that the decisions I make in the way I work with people and treat them have a huge impact. Yes, absolutely. And that just brought yeah. me back to um, one of the other things I help some of my clients with is 
when you know your why, you get laser clear on your mission and your purpose. And then you're able to reverse engineer it by the actions that you take today, because that is what's laying a foundation for those who are coming beside you, behind you, and future generations to come. Or I challenge them um, to write their obituary. If you were right, if you were writing your obituary, how would you want your obituary to read? By the fruits of you, by the fruits of your labor, by the actions that you've taken, by the good deeds you've sown, and etc. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And Amy, as we wind down, because man, 30 minutes has flown by so fast, (laughs) I want you to leave the listeners and viewers with your call to action for this segment. Yeah. If you want to be a magic maker and learn more about spiritual intelligence or curious and the SQ21, go to createmagicatwork.net and you can find all the good stuff there. I'm super active on LinkedIn. So you can connect with me, um, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Two things I want to add for some value. Um, If you follow Create Magic at Work on Instagram, I do a weekly workplace message every week. It's a special card I pull from my journal prompt card deck. It's kind of a message from the universe. gives you a weekly theme for your career, for your workplace. And then also, if you email, (laughs) if you're watching this at any time, if you email connect at createmagicatwork.net and ask me a question or put something that you learned in the show, um, you get a free download. It's called my, my dare to dream exercise that helps you explore your life purpose a little bit more. Amazing. And thank you so much, Amy, for sharing um, your website and all of that information. I will have it in the show notes. So listeners and viewers, I want to challenge you to um, take what you've learned from this segment and build upon it. If you still have questions, um, send your questions over to us via email or audio note um, through Anchor FM or Spotify, and I'll make sure that Amy gets them so she can answer them or you could also drop them as a comment on our youtube which is gems with genesis Mars kemp lastly but not least do not forget to subscribe and share this segment we are on 40 plus platforms and we are currently ranked in the top three percent globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com And I look forward to staying connected with you all. So thank you for tuning in and listening on a constant basis. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day and go out there and rise above limitations and break down down those barriers because the world needs you to be authentically you. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, K-1-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0
Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.